Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Crypto You Say. This is Crypto Donnie and Blockchain Brandon coming to you through the electronic universe here in Waco, Texas, and Panama Beach, Florida. Panama City Beach. But Panama on. City Beach. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> something like that. It's a beach. <laughs> oh, all the listeners will have to correct that. So yeah, yeah. We don't we want them, to make it right. <laughs> yeah, don't want them going to the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> right on. How's it going, man? Lots, lots of exciting news going on, huh? I know. In the crypto blockchain space, eh? I know. I started. I started googling this today to look at some stuff, and I got so much I got bogged down. Take <laughs> <was pick> your <laughs> pick. <laughs> uh, yes, it's definitely alive, and you know, would you say alive and well, or would you just say alive and happening? You yeah. know, I kind of look at this as uh, you what 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 is the uh, in advertising? You know, even bad press is good press. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yes. So that's what I'm kind of seeing all this stuff that's going on, you know, like it or not like it or whichever side you're on folks, I'm afraid it's here to stay. There's too, it's gotten too big and, uh, it's, I think it's very exciting. I mean, I'm, I'm holding, uh, some coins and I'm, you know, working projects as you know, and, uh, Oh my gosh. I think it's exciting time. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's fun. Like I, uh, uh, downloaded the, uh, Ethereum merge clock, uh, that, uh, oh, they made a clock. Uh, yeah. They made a deal. It's <laughs> on, it's on, uh, watcher.guru forward slash ETH merge. And it gives mm. you a countdown and shows you the volume and all of this good stuff. And so it's easy going to show wow. And it's right now it's, uh, set for, I think 1245 AM on the 15th. Ah, September 15th. Yeah. It's going to be a, a big, a big day. Yep. Uh, you know, I wonder, I bet the programmers that are working with them, you know, transitioning from uh, proof of work to proof of stake is, uh, I bet they're, I bet they're, uh, a little busy. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. So it seems to have gone uh, as they expected so far. But uh, they also said from this point on, it accelerates because it's got a every block has to uh, 
be, uh, I guess, confirmed. And so that's what the countdown is on that site is each of these blocks mm-hmm. and being confirmed. And if there's a hitch, well, then everybody starts running for cover. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it's it's technology. You know, how many of us have uh, bought anything that uh, uh, had a little glitch in it? Yeah. You know, and, and maybe we had to have an update or you know, software and things like that. It just it's a part of it. It happens, but boy, it has created some drama in the uh, in the the blockchain burst. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Lots of people talking about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's fun with uh, our blockchain watching it. It's in testing right now for our move to proof of stake. So that's exciting, and that should happen December-ish. That's right. They, that's right. As they say, <laughs> as the programmers say, December-ish. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't hold them down to certain dates, as we know. Yeah, we've been on you know, a couple of different projects and, uh, things take time yep. to develop, yep. you know, thing, you think you've got a plan and you're going, you know, this way. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, a popular demand or the masses or, you know, they, the regulators, whatever it is. And you have to like make adjustments. It's almost like owning a business, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people that are in business, people that are entrepreneurs know that it's not just a mundane, do the same thing day in, day out, eight hour a day. You know, when you're the boss, you're getting hit from all kinds of angles. Yep. And uh, that's kind of what we're seeing. That's kind of how I equate it with what's happening. But I'm I'm not worried. I'm going to hodl. Yep. I'm hodling. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Hold on to that Ethereum right now. <clears throat> yeah. One thing I did, did see that was interesting, it was the, a, uh, news break release on i think coin bureau and they were talking about law enforcement agencies taking advantage of crypto seizures and they said in the last few years that the these agencies were uh confiscating uh lots of cryptocurrency but nobody knows what they're doing with it and uh, they were Mm -hmm. saying that maybe we need to have some transparency uh, in that area relative to the seizures and w- where that money's going. So it's the new black slush fund, I guess, that the CIA <laughs> is uh, using as crypto. So multiple uses for it. Well, we're going we're gonna to jump segments now and head into uh, our guest today. And uh, before we uh, introduce you to James... Uh, one thing that I did find today in preparation for bringing James on was uh, I looked up uh, the top crypto scams that are presently going on. And uh, it was funny. The article said the top five scams, and then I started typing them on my paper, and I came up with 12 out of what they said. So I'm not sure why, where they got <laughs> five from, but my little deal says there's 12 of them right now. And so uh, we know that during this change with Ethereum, that it has brought about probably three times as many scams going on uh, right now as there have been in the past, because anytime something changes, that's where these guys come into play. And so today, uh, as our guest, we have James Hastings with 
Argo Investigations. And James is a local PI, and he and I started uh, uh, a conversation at one of the uh, networking events uh, last month. And, uh, and so I was curious to what he as a private investigator uh, knew about crypto. And so therefore, uh, he's kind of done some homework and we thought we'd just have a good time today. Uh, introducing you to James. So James, why don't you uh, come on and uh, welcome to the uh, podcast and tell us a little bit about who you are and how you became a PI. All right. Well, thank you for having me here. I'm really excited to, to do this. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, you know, I left high school and joined the Army. I spent uh, five years of uh, reconnaissance, uh, two deployments to Iraq. Um, after, the, after I left the military, I uh, went to college, and one of my Army buddies convinced me to join the police academy with them. And so when I went to that, went to law enforcement, um, did law enforcement for a little while, um, and ended up moving to uh, child protective investigations with you know, CPS, um, and you know you can only do that for so long. Yeah, um, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, I worked with CPS for about um, five or six years and um, started to look around, see what else I can do because I just couldn't do that anymore. And that's when um, you know going into the private, you know, going private um, really appealed to me because of my you know, uh, I have a natural entrepreneurial spirit, and um, I wanted to get away from the government a little bit. Um, Amen. <laughs> yeah, we, we fully understand that. And, uh, you can probably from that you can see why I I like decentralized net networks, mm-hmm. um, and why I'm you know, fascinated by blockchain uh, blockchain technology. So when you uh, when we started talking uh, about crypto, you were saying that you had seen some articles in some of your uh, investigation magazines or PI. I don't know if there's a PI magazine out there, but uh, <laughs> for PIs, I always think of uh, uh, what's the little guy's name? Oh, well, anyway, Magnum PIs, whoever <laughs> everybody thinks of, but you're not in Hawaii. <laughs> Waco's not quite... Uh, uh, of the Ferrari town on the beach, but you said you had started seeing articles concerning uh, private investigation and this new area of uh, uh, business for y'all in the scams and the uh, lost money, the theft in the blockchain. And so tell me a little, just a little about what you've seen in that arena or how that got your attention. Sure. So, um, I have some good news and some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know, the good news is that technology changes and people don't change. These mm-hmm. scams that are happening in crypto, um, in a lot of ways, are the same scams that are happening with, you know, regular fiat currency. Mm-hmm. Um, money laundering, um, you know. I'm sure that there's uh, Ponzi schemes, and pyramid yep. schemes, all of these same scams that are happening with our regular money is being now transferred over to cryptocurrency. So when you look at that, like on this list that I had here, it was talking about uh, uh, 
things to watch out for when they said fake romance emails, fake technology support, employment offers, and fraudulent employees. Yes, yes. So, um, you know, when when you're looking for a scam, um, even in the cryptoverse, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be you're looking for the same things that you're looking for in your emails today. Uh, you're looking for uh, sketchy links. You're looking for you know shady email addresses, and it's going to be second. The good news is it's going to be second nature for us as crypto becomes more and more prevalent in society. We're going to be um, more able to to recognize those just as easily as we see them today mm-hmm. in, in normal mm-hmm. stuff. Um, the bad news is that it is a new technology. It's a new system. And as investigators, we're catching up and learning um, sometimes not quite as fast as the scammers are. Mm-hmm. Um, as this technology rapidly develops, you know, the scammers are going to be right there investing, you know, their time and energy in implementing new techniques. And we have to play catch up. Yeah. One of the things I've noticed uh, that we've experienced uh, multiple times on our project is um, people uh, spoofing uh, our company owners or different people in the project, and they always do it in such a way that, you know, uh, I'm here, uh, I'm so-and-so on on the XYZ project, and uh, we see your uh, the, your transaction, but to complete it, you need to send extra, need to send some Bitcoin to this particular wallet. Uh, even though I know that those people in our organization never reach out to anybody and never ask for money because they're in support, and support mm-hmm. doesn't ask for money. Uh, but you have lots of people that uh, uh, fall prey to that and will send it. Then they're coming back trying to. Uh, ask, you know, well, can y'all redo, you know, find that for me and get it back. But with uh, crypto, as with currency or anything else, once it's gone, once once the guy's got the gift cards, your money's gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the same way as the bank calling you and saying, hey, we're never going to ask for your pin. Mm-hmm. You don't need that. And mm-hmm. it's the same, it's the same fishing expedition that these scammers go on trying to catch people. Yeah, yeah. So will this be something that you'll y'all you will be learning about more from the technology standpoint, or kind of how to what are the what are you hearing as to how the PI will become involved in these from the pure research side or from education side or kind of what? I think it's going to be both. It's going to be educating the public um, to look out for these scams, and also helping people that have been victims of scams. Um, identifying who the scammers are Mm -hmm. and you know currently the current uh, place where we're at as private investigators is when it comes to cryptocurrency scams we can gather all all the information and then just send it to the fbi Mm -hmm. there's nothing actionable that the the private investigator can do um, because it's so it's an 
the regulations are just not there. Yeah. yeah. Like in, um, you know, regular banking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 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 Cause that's, uh, uh, it, it seems to me that probably a lot of, uh, you know, like a good niche for a PI is something right now would be to, uh, just be the educational source and to help people uh, understand because these really aren't, when I looked at the list today, uh, the majority of them are just kind of a uh, different twist on the same type of scams we got right now. It's just that uh, you're combining something brand new that people don't know about in and of itself. So it's uh, easier, I guess, to uh, confuse me mm-hmm. when I, I'm already confused because I'm doing something brand new that I don't really know. I don't know whether somebody would be asking me for uh, my uh, uh, wallet address, you know, that they want to deposit money in, supposedly. And so some part of that is that it's a little easier to get some people because it's brand new technology for everybody. And so that's kind of a I guess an easy place for a scammer to slide in and make, and try to sound like he really knows what he's doing and yeah, uh, here yeah, to help you. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at the, the early internet, you know, mid nineties, mm-hmm. um, there were tons of scams on the internet and it was very easy just to be looking around on the internet and get, get trapped. Yep. Uh, and today mm-hmm. the internet's a very safe place. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, in 20 years, Crypto is going to be a very safe place to be. Mm-hmm. Well, in a lot of ways it is. It's just the, the I guess, the uh, uh, place where the biggest vulnerability is is in the individual. Right. Uh, because the actual technology is a lot more safer than the Internet or anything else. But right now you have more people with less knowledge and it's a, it's so it's kind of ripe. It's it's a, a mm-hmm. it's like you need to make sure that you know who you're communicating with. Uh, and what I the thing I've learned in the last two years is uh, before you ever click send, you need to double check everything you're doing, and then just make sure that you know who and where you're sending in that to. Read that address, <laughs> that wallet address one more time. How many times have we heard yeah. that, Joby, with new people? <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Yeah, we're. I'm thinking of low hanging fruit for the criminals out there. <laughs> you uh-huh. know, that, that's kind of kind of where it is. Well, James, thank you for your service, man. That's one thing I want to say to you, and appreciate you being on the call. This is very, very interesting. You know, kind of how this is uh, coming into the trade or into your trade as as a private investigator. My question, or I'm kind of curious, is were you dabbling into crypto or blockchain prior uh, to reading it in the trade magazines? Uh, if, if so, what what uh, what kind of turned you on or got you engaged in uh, learning about blockchain? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in. Uh, I got into crypto. Uh, I want to say early 2020, uh, like right when the pandemic hit. Okay. I yeah. I think that's when a lot of people. Uh, really got in there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was lucky enough to buy. Kind of had time to research I, during, yeah. during that and, stay home period. Huh? And, you know, with, like the way I do with a lot of things, you just sometimes you just have to jump right in. And so I, you know, I bought some coins. I did really well. And, um, you know, 
I realized, oh, I need to really dig into the, dig into this technology and understand blockchain technology uh, before I really started putting serious money into it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's when I just kind of realized, oh, this is going to take over everything, and I need we need to get in now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yes, Very sir. cool. Yeah, the the technology is is when when people understand that you know the technology is 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 here now, which is what can really run uh, a, a a new currency, a new money, so to speak. And and that's that's the disconnect I think so many people have. Where I loved how you just said, you know, this is going to take over. I really, if I'm going to do more of this in crypto, I need to learn and understand it. Well, what's funny is, you know, we are used to traditional finance. And do, do people, do we really jump in and get educated on how traditional finance works and how money really works? Because if people did, uh, knowing what I know about how the dollar is and the Federal Reserve and how it all works, I don't think they'd be doing, uh, they wouldn't be doing with paper money as, as most people are. So, it is an exciting time. What, what what are your thoughts? Oh yeah, I am very optimistic. I think I think uh, cryptocurrency and the metaverse, I mean, are going to be. It's going to be very transformative for our society, and I'm excited to. I think under you know uh, do the work to understand how that's going to affect you know my business. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to change a lot of things in ways that we don't expect, um, and we have to be constantly staying on top of new technology as it comes out so that we can stay competitive. Yeah. Cause that's the big thing that I've seen, uh, having worked with startups and businesses, small businesses, especially for 30 years is the fact that it's, it's a, a completely new marketplace. That's really, as it pertains to the small business owner is going to open doors that they've never had before. It's going to allow to move into marketplaces and be able to transact and do business without all of the layers of the Amazons and the banks and the cards and all of this that's taking pieces of their profit before they can even uh, touch it. And uh, by utilizing, mm-hmm. d- building a business in the metaverse, it won't replace your b- brick and mortar or your local stuff but it will open up marketplace you've never had access to and it will be uh, to transact business will cut out lots of middlemen. And I think once businesses see that and kind of understand that, uh, that's going to be a big aha moment for a lot of people, especially people selling products. Yeah. Keep, keep doing what you're doing, but let's show you how to create another profit center. Yep. And, and that's what we can do with with this technology and no matter what the the industry is because it is it is here and uh you know we're just celebrating too um el salvador it's been a year since they went bitcoin that's right <laughs> you know? first anniversary mm-hmm. yeah so it's when countries are getting involved when 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 um when you've got uh, big financial institutions Setting up, where did I see? Just here. Oh, good grief, where did it go? It was another, they changed these, they have so many articles, they can't even keep the 
the ones I just looked at on. <laughs> they get <laughs> pushed they down immediately. <laughs> yeah. They get pushed down, but it was another company, a uh, financial institution that was going to offer, you know, Bitcoin to their clients. Yep. You know, or, you know, whether it's that or uh, the, the Versace, Palazzo Versace in Dubai now accepts Bitcoin, you know, yep. a resort. Yep. So it it is so here. It doesn't matter what the chatter is out there. You know, stuff's going to uh, adapt and change and morph and move, but it is so here to stay. And that's that's kind of our goal, uh, James, is just trying to help listeners, you know, understand that, hey, we don't know everything. We're just, we're like them. We've been involved maybe a, a, a year or two longer or more. Uh, we're just excited about this new way to help people escape the, the shackles of the, the current debt system. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's just taking your, uh, uh, cash flow that's sitting in the bank, making nothing and, uh, earning over 4% a week on it, you know, something as simple as that. How many people, mm -hmm. ha how many people can do that with their surplus money from their business? I can. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. A few of us have found the secret. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's, uh, I love it. Yeah, I think, um, love it, love it. you know, we have to pay so much to credit card companies now just to process payments. Yep. And when crypto becomes readily available, which I mean, it, it is, but when payment solutions become mm -hmm. more easily accessible to consumers, uh, that's going to really change. Yep. And, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we're going to you know, earn 3% just right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Quick and easy. I think um, Stripe, I think, is offering, um, you can accept cryptocurrency through Stripe. Um, you know, Stripe oh. is one of those yeah. uh, processors that you yeah. can use. Yeah, one of the bigger ones, yeah. Yep. And um, I think it's going to make transactions just, you know, the idea that, you know, your receipt and the proof that you bought something is integrated into the money itself yep. is going to, yeah. it's going to change so many things that we're, we don't even know yet. It's going to change healthcare. Yeah. It's going to change law enforcement. It's going to change, um, you know, not just the finance industry. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll be, you know, that I never thought about that. That's even, uh, there'll be a history for your money. And that, yeah. that's mm -hmm. the big thing about the blockchain is you can see the history of transactions, whereas now the Treasury Department or police officer or PI may be trying to search the money down. Now the actual transaction history will be on the blockchain for the wallet that the money went to and from so that you'll see the movement. You may not know exactly who's behind the movement, but you can see that, and I can prove uh, with those transaction records what I did with my money too. So I think that's, uh, yeah. that's important. May not be so good for a uh, criminal, but it is good for an honest person. It is, yeah. <laughs> like your, you know, your, uh, your car title and your house uh, mm -hmm. deed is going to be integrated into the currency. Yep. And, um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Maybe want to think twice about being a title company in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna, have, gonna have to pivot. <laughs> <laughs> big time uh, big time that's uh, man he's um james you you're definitely uh 
we we are kindred spirits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't met you, but I know Donnie shared a little bit about you. And uh, man, it's always cool to meet um, people who, you know, different walk of life. But hey, your story's different on how you came across the blockchain and crypto. And, you know, that's what it is. One by one, little by little, everybody's going to ultimately hear it. I've used this uh, example many times, you know, about the, the phones. Our phones evolved, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you can you can look that up. We don't stand in the same room to have to talk to the, on a phone anymore. But, you know, this, when the smartphone came, I, I avoided them like crazy because I didn't need all that. But my gosh, I can't live without it now. And all of a sudden, one day, everybody had one. You know, it was just that mass adoption when that hit. You were talking about something earlier. You know, the mass adoption is uh, that's that's when we're going to really um, see big things in this space. Well, yeah, and I mean, and there's so but many. But now's the time. I'm sorry. Now's the time to get in front of it. Yep. So if you do. No, you know, success leaves clues, I've heard. And, you know, I missed out on some things that were a part of the early stock market opportunities, you know, certain stocks. Anybody heard of Walmart or, or uh, <laughs> you know, Apple Google or, or yeah, Apple or, or yeah, yeah, Microsoft. Microsoft yeah. yeah. And not going to miss out on this. You know, that's that's what that's how big this is, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have decentralized social media networks. You've got decentralized identity. You know, um, I think there's a few states now that have fully digital driver's licenses. And wow, those are not here in Texas. Yeah. Um, I don't know which states, but they they exist. Probably California. Probably. Um, (laughs) But I mean, these digital identities, it's a you're it's not a physical card that you keep in your wallet anymore. It's, Mm -hmm. It's purely digital information and these identities are going to be tied to the blockchain mm-hmm. block to these, these networks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's going to be very interesting in the future uh, where things go. Yeah. It's going to be a lot like watching those science fiction movies on TV where they're carrying around their little kind of plastic deal and it's got everything, their, their currency, their ID, their yeah. everything is, is right on that uh, clear piece of plastic uh, was it Blade Runner where everybody had their little digital IDs? The, the, the multi-pass from <laughs> yeah. Fifth Element. Yeah. yeah. That came out. As what? long as we don't have to stick it in our skin. I don't want that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. carry a card. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going along with Elon Musk about putting that chip in my brain so that I don't have to uh, do anything yeah. but think about it. I think I want to do more than that and not... <laughs> Put a chip in my brain. <laughs> and, you know, the way I see it is, you know, we look at today, we're in what web two right now. Mm-hmm. And so much of what happens on, on the web reflects the current world. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, a lot of what a private investigator does is we, we find people mm-hmm. and their reflection of them, of the, the real person in their body is reflected onto the internet through social media, through GPS, through their phones that they carry, and all of that's web-based. Mm-hmm. And as Web three progresses, it's going to be the same, the same reflection. But I'm going to say it's going to be in a higher resolution because there's going to be so much more data about everything that you're doing is going to wow. be. And 
I think the fact that it's decentralized is it had that's the only way it can work without it getting crazy. Yeah. Otherwise, and people just knowing everything. Yeah. Otherwise, it becomes Big Brother and Oh yeah. Orwell's nineteen eighty four. So. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> especially you know with facial recognition technology is mm-hmm. here and now. I can run your face and find every picture of your face on the internet. Wow. And so when it comes to your identity, um, I think having a digital representation of that in a secure form factor is going to, it's going to open a lot of doors. It's going to close a lot of doors. Hopefully Mm -hmm. it closes a lot of doors for scammers, Mm -hmm. um, but Mm -hmm. it's going to open a lot of doors for us to, you know, communicate and have commerce with each other. Yeah, and that was one of the things when I first learned about, sit through a technology briefing about the blockchain, uh, was the, one of those examples the guy gave was about a classic car. And he said, you know, the when you're purchasing a classic car, it's the most important thing is that notebook full of history of all the invoices and every number, everything to go mm-hmm. with that car so that I can prove that I have that uh, one of 10 1965 Mustang fastbacks. and But by the same token, all of that paperwork can be forged. And that's one of the big pieces of problems in classic cars is do I really, is this really the Mustang? Is this really the uh, Eleanor, the first one? And how do I know that? And uh, when you translate this into the blockchain and crypto, well, then you have a way to establish that complete history from the day it came from the factory before it was even put on the street. And all of that is carried in the blockchain. And so that to me, especially in the art world and the classic car, anything to where when you're purchasing it, the most important thing to know is this really the Mona Lisa or is this one of the 500 different fake copies of the Mona Lisa that uh, exist out there, especially when they all produce the same exact paperwork who has the real paperwork. Then you have to start mm-hmm. ascertaining, okay, was this paper, uh, you know, you have to carbon date the, you have to keep going to try to find out is this the real, and then the forgers get better and better, and uh, so to me that's what one of the things that was really exciting about the blockchain is was being able to uh, help uh, people prove what they have is what they have. Do I really have the title to my house? One of the scams out there is selling houses you don't own and uh, are renting a house to somebody that you don't even own. And uh, so that, that a lot of these things will uh, be a lot more difficult to do when you have that digital proof that goes along with the title or currency or whatever you're utilizing there on the blockchain. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I got a question. Okay. I got a question. One, one last one, thing for one, James. One more question. One last thing for the listeners um, that are, you know, diving in, looking around online. What are what are uh, maybe a couple of pieces of advice for them to not be taken advantage of? What what can they do to protect themselves? Oh sure. So if it looks too good to be true, it probably it probably is. 
um, if it you know if it looks scammy, if it looks fishy, if it looks suspicious, um, you know, use caution. That and that's going to be it's going to be the same advice that you give somebody that's you know don't get scammed into giving away your bank information or your credit card information. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the, it's the same advice, and I think that's you know really good news. It essentially, it's the same. It's true. It's the same advice. It's the same uh, tools that you need to keep to to protect yourself. So if you go back and just refresh yourself with scams that are already there, mm-hmm. um, you're going to be protected by a large, you know, most of the scams that are in cryptocurrency now. Yeah, it's just like when I get an email from American Express that looks completely like the American Express emails that I normally get. Uh, and the only difference may be in the URL. There may be a small E before the A uh, in there. And that's one of the things I've learned is you go, don't click on the links in the email. Just go to AmericanExpress.com and then look and see. Uh, and there's been several times to where I've looked at that and just thought, Man, this is this is an email from this them. It can't be. And it was almost a question that I would expect them to ask. Uh, but instead of like clicking on the link, then I just go to the website to see if there is a, uh, a notice there that uh, my site has been uh, accessed by somebody and I need to change my password. And it never is. I go there and look in the alerts and there are zero alerts. And a couple of times I've even called in just to make sure. And, uh, they said, nope, you're, you'll, if you look at the URL, a lot of times you'll find something in there that's not supposed to be there. But they, they, their security people said, just always go to our site. Don't, don't listen. Don't use anybody else's link. Don't use any link that's emailed to you. Just go to the American Express and go to the area they're talking about, and then you'll find out. Yeah, you can our crowd sponsor, American Express. Express. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> maybe they maybe they'll send us some money for our advertising. I know, I know. That is true. <laughs> I've been a proud customer since nineteen eighty three. Not funny. too proud though, anyway. <laughs> okay, James, why don't you uh, tell tell our listeners how to get a hold of you if they want to learn more about uh, Argo investments or need a little help in one of these arenas, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, sure. I've got a website out there. It's argopi.com. Um, my website is mainly focused towards domestic, domestic cases. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't professionally, uh, advertise that I do any kind of crypto specific investigations. Uh, it's just something I've noticed that, you know, these crypto cryptocurrency happens a lot with romance uh, romance fraud, romance mm-hmm. scams. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've done a lot of work, you know, helping clients with that specific cases, but not general cryptocurrency investigations. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's argopi.com. Okay, okay. Well, we appreciate you coming in, uh, and and we'll have to circle back around after a year or so and kind of see how it's impacted and see, see, see where PI is going in this range. Cause you gotta, you have to pivot like everybody else. So this is, uh, going to be a new, probably big area, probably going to be some uh, firms out there that this is what they're going to be specifically after. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Thanks for, I'm so think Thanks for letting me come on. Sure. Sure. It's fun. It's, a, it's, it's coming a, yeah, down it's to rogue blast. media here, rogue media networks. I mean, those guys, they have a fun little studio I like the crates on the wall and you know, it makes, it's a fun place to come to. <laughs> okay. Joby wrap us up. All right. Well, I don't have any uh, words of wisdom per se, but, um, uh, one of my favorite ones is uh, wherever you go, there you are. So uh, hope, hope you get there safe and secure, and uh, we'll definitely see you on the next one. But get in the front of the movement of money, yep. of new money, of this sovereign money, and you're going to learn. You're going to be excited what you can do. Reclaim what the locusts have devoured. Way to go. Well, until next time, uh, we will see you and have a great Crypto USA Day. Thanks. Adios. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs>